0: If your adult children are coming home for Christmas, you may hope the holiday will look and feel the same as it did when they were young and all lived under one roof. But they've changed, so your Christmas may change too. My next guest wants to help relieve the pressure for Christmas perfection. Psychologist Dr. Tom Golightly says to simply focus on one goal, and that goal is reconnecting. Tom joins me in studio. You're living this, like many parents out there.
1: It's been so fun to have uh, someone that came back from a from mission, and, and yeah. we've loved every second of it, and it's been great. And there's nothing better, and there's there's that energy you hold just in the back of your mind all the time when they're gone, mm-hmm. when they're home, and you see them walk into that room, it's like, oh.
0: It just feels I good. I can let go
1: again. Yes. Even if you're not aware of it, you're just carrying it around a little bit.
0: I would imagine, though, there are expectations, and what are some expectations maybe we unknowingly project on our children and this come-home experience?
1: Well, well, I think around the holidays, we have an idea of what we want our holidays to look like, sure. our traditions, and what we connect with, and what we we really enjoy about it. Uh, and what we remember, all of those fond memories, and sometimes we try to cram all of that in in the few days that they might be home, and we, we miss those opportunities. Just take a step back and just enjoy being around them a little bit. So
0: let's underscore that goal, because you really are only giving us one. I know you have some ideas on how we can accomplish that, but the goal is connection.
1: It is, and, and it's sometimes what gets lost in, in that connection is I want to go do, 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 and and so we have this long list of things that we want to do, and we lose sight of, let's just be together, let yeah. me hear about your life and let me be let me be your biggest cheerleader.
0: I ways. love how you said that. You want parents to expect changes, in fact anticipate them.
1: Yes, so some are gonna be awesome and you're gonna be like awesome, I love these changes, and some are gonna be a little harder to, to accept. Who are you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and and what I would say is it's okay that they're changing. That's part of their their process of becoming. Uh, and that be curious about it. Know the hows and the whys and and where it came about and do that non-judgmentally and you're gonna be in a really good spot just to accept.
0: So with connection again as that driving goal, what should the schedule look like? Or do you have any advice on how to approach that calendar?
1: So I think it's really important to set the stage before they even get home. Like here's some of the expectations, here's some non-negotiables from my end. What are some of your non-negotiables? Who do you wanna see? And know who you're working with because young adults aren't gonna (laughs) plan 3 weeks in advance sure, but just know sure. that they're going to have things that they want to do and that they're going to need time to re- recover, that, to rest and to rejuvenate. College isn't a five-day-a-week experience anymore; it's seven days a week, so they're working and working. And okay. they need to rest.
0: How many non-negotiables do parents get? Like, oh,
1: man, I don't know if I can give a number, but you do need to prioritize. Do you like how I'm
0: asking this with my arms folded? Yes, like, I there's am. the family <laughs> ski trip
1: and there's grandma's
0: dinner. Like, how many and can I reasonably? There's
1: zoo day, and there's yeah, yes, I get yeah. I that there are, but you, you can have a couple of those where, okay. where, you're, where you've got the family all together, and say these are the two, but you. You might have to do some, some work on prioritizing what those two two or three things are.
0: What is the parent's role in this? I mean, they're still the parents.
1: Yes. It's, uh, well, our role changes. Sure. It, it adapts. And, and I, I say to my kids, I'm a chief consultant. I have no voting power on the committee anymore. <laughs> and that's fine. I recognize that. But just know, invite, and you still want to connect and hear about what's going on in their lives. But know that you don't necessarily get to, to push the decision making. That uh, you can encourage decision making, help them well, make suggestions about how they could steer the boat, so to speak. Yeah. But you don't ultimately get to turn the wheel anymore.
0: In fact, here's a good prompt that you're you're giving us, and I love that you're planting this seed. You want parents to ask about the best and worst
1: three things. So if you want to deepen that, young adults, it's like, how did that go? Fine. What was it like? It was great. Yeah. Or it was tough but if you say what were the best what were your three favorite things and what were the three worst things you might get at some of those things that they might be hiding that the dream school might not be the dream school anymore Mm. or I'm feeling a little lonely I'm feeling a little disconnected I don't know how to talk to professors or something like that that will help you kind of be in a good spot to support and listen And Maybe even give a few suggestions.
0: You've set the table really well since we have the expert in the room Can we put those practices to the test?
1: Yes, let's do it. All right This is a
0: a little game. We're calling (laughs) back in the nest holiday edition Okay, I'm gonna throw out some potential scenarios and you help us react and respond the right right way scenario number one your adult child complains about a tradition Tradition they used to love, and it sort of hurts your feelings. Like they loved that as a kid, and now they're griping and dragging their feet.
1: Well, one, it's okay for you to enjoy the tradition, and it's okay to say this is kind of one of my favorite things, yeah, and hold to and that. and to express that to them. And to kind of expect, hey, we all do things in the holidays that aren't like a number one on our list. It's okay to kind of demand that they're there, but maybe give a little bit of give and take. Okay, well, what what is okay for them to participate in? So, for example, I mentioned Zoo Day before. Yeah. Maybe Zoo Afternoon, and then they can leave in the evening, right? They can show for part of it. Okay. Or, you know, like, this, this is one, like, we're going to do, and it's okay that they kind of have to gut it up and, and go. There's
0: a few. On. If there's a few of those, that's yeah. okay. Give me 30 seconds on this one. Adult kids may mean a lot of grandchildren. What should mom do if she's overwhelmed by the number of people or the noise in her house that she's not otherwise used to?
1: Super good question. I think one, having a couple of structured quiet activities before they even show up, like this afternoon we'll do this or this afternoon we'll do that, okay. where it's reading or coloring or something like that, and have some breaks scheduled in. Can we go to the store here or there? So ha- mom's leaving. Lem- let me turn over the house to the grandkids okay. and the parents and I'll, I'll head out to the store. For
0: okay, me. I'm pressing here, 20 seconds on this one. Something feels off with one of your adult kids, but you can't get them to open up.
1: So let's ask the questions, invite, but you can't keep needling. So okay. pace with them, keep asking the questions, but know when you might be pressing a little too hard, just go with them, They're gonna, they'll open up eventually.
0: They'll get there, they'll get mm-hmm. there. Thomas was really helpful, thank you. You're welcome. Happy holidays to you me and your too. crew. Full thank house you. for you, I love that for you.